everyone sits around and is cheering and watching, and it's just so fun, even if you're not the the person performing, to be in this social experience. Is that something you're building into the game or thinking about ways to make it more social, to, to broadcast one-to-many, um, even if not in the same room? I mean, you can not a lot of people are going to have the dedicated living room vibe set up for their parties. Yeah, but I mean, even right now, uh, when I have people over, they just kind of gather around. I have a couch on the side, yeah. and they gather around my computer, and then they're they're laughing and drinking and stuff, and then shouting things at the person, and they're like, oh, go try this thing, and stuff like yeah. that. So it just kind of naturally happens regardless. So Yeah, I mean, as far as like, I definitely think the Fantastic Contraption team is doing yeah. an amazing yeah. job when it comes to bringing those um, little niceties to help with the... The social experience and kind of make for oh you know their camera's really shaky so I'm going to give them a corner camera that's nice and clear mm. and clean um, those types of things I, I think really the you know the Northways and Andy Moore and all those guys and Kim they're they're pioneering that yeah. Um, yeah. and so uh, you know I hope that that some of that gets you know open to the community and things yeah. like that and I can see that yeah. really helping out VR devs in general across the board um, even without like you said even without any kind of extra tech supplements mm-hmm. it just works um, yeah. you just need to get a screen that's readable and you know big enough that you open the, the mirror window and yeah it's it's early days and you just have like a development window showing what's going on but it's enough that people really latch onto it how um how difficult is it to add new objects i mean once you have the physics in if you want to add something is it modeling it and then adding properties and creating a couple variants of the model and animations is it like so uh, we've got so many systems in the game. Some things are really fast. Like, for example, if I wanted to put a cube in the game, that would literally take me one minute to do. Mm. Um, the, the thing with Job Simulator is we avoid putting objects in the game that don't have a purpose. Right. Um, so you just can't add an inanimate object. It needs to do something. It needs to be unique. It needs to be interesting. And that's what ends up eating up a lot of time. Cause you Rubik's a lot Cube of... in, in the game is going to be <laughs> difficult to do. Yeah. So, yeah, we have a lot of, so we have a lot of code that just like, there's so much code in the game is just like this one object has this piece junk giant yeah. chunk of code to just do something interesting but it's and like each object has to have the properties of all the systems that yeah. are within the game uh, so it's like oh did you make the burnt state of that object so that when you cook it on the grill it has the darkened version mm-hmm. or yeah. uh so we have a bug yeah, a lot of bugs that come up is that we forgot to make something like sandwichable which is actually <laughs> like a boolean in the game is that can it be put into a sandwich and like there's all these properties of an object that you you go through and you say what's its like primary color so that when it goes gets blended and it comes to the right color and like what's its yep. normal temperature so that when you go and you're cooking it it has like a default state so there's all these different properties we start to have to set on an object so that white cube might actually have like 20 pieces of metadata about it so that it can oh interact God. with all our systems it's, in the right way i mean the kitchen analogy is really apt because it really it's like recipes because the objects have to work within the systems but also interact with each other in some way, right? right? Are there is, is the, one way to expand on gameplay is adding more hidden recipes so so people yeah. can can you know figure even though they're not prompted to combine this object and that object yeah. that's I mean, what it's they're like going to discover. Is going to be a, a thing that yeah. people just get into, right? Like, yeah, we got so many systems on there, and we try to build systems uh, right now smartly enough that we don't have to make like for example, I don't have to make every individual recipe, but there's some things that combine to do interesting things, and uh, I don't want to spoil some of it, but it's, there's a lot of really, really really cool things that we're uh, yeah. we're doing in that regard. Yeah, I guess did you see when you made soup what the soup can said when you Oh played yeah, it? yeah, so it had the label and it had the ingredients on there. Yeah. Right. And so that, so what we're finding is people 
when they start realizing that, start doing some very interesting things with soup. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then that's just one of the many systems in the kitchen that you don't realize initially, but once you kind of dig into it, and that's like about the replayability thing. Uh, we've had people that play th- played through the entire kitchen, and then a few days later go back, and then they start the kitchen again with this newfound knowledge that they had the first time, yeah. and they play very differently the second time, kind of leveraging all that existing knowledge that they had. There's like an element of urban legend sharing of, did you know that this actually does <laughs> yeah. that? And right. people say like, hey, did you see that when you combine X and Y, you get blah? And they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> that system actually is a thing. And then they go back and have newfound knowledge about how things work. Yep. Um, yeah. 